Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Recorded live. Hello, this is uh, Naya Funda's uh, community call. Calls uh, about um, government run mind control, illegal mind control and surveillance programs. Programs use experimental and exotic technology to uh, control, manipulate, try and subjugate people that the government has chosen to target in these programs. Not just the UK government, but all kinds of other governments that are running these programs, such as the United States government, other European countries. So tonight I just want to talk about um, a bit later than normal tonight, but the weather's been very nice in the UK, so and uh, had a few jobs to do uh, in the flat. But I want to talk about um, tactics and how they uh, try to pretend to be TIs how they infiltrate all TIs to mislead them, misdirect them, or even set them up. This is these they have tried these kind of things on me a few times. First time uh someone got in touch with me. We exchanged numbers, started um talking on the phone and basically she was describing a target and I was describing my target and when she started describing something they did she started saying that's ridiculous and then she started accusing me of being a perp and all this other kind of stuff basically trying to uh, make me feel like I was in the wrong for talking about my targeting contact with her. A year or so later she phoned me on my mobile again. So uh, they seem to be getting more sophisticated. I have to say that they are now going on YouTube and pretending to be TIs. They are pretending to be TIs. TI for those that don't know, is a targeted individual. Is what we call ourselves subject, you know, subject to these uh, programs. Um, but they are not only that; they are also going as far as pretending to um, have conflict with each other, and they are like they dislike each other when, in reality, they are in league with each other. So, you know, basically, this is a tactic that they'll do. 
ATIs, myself, games on this call, but, you know, I know a couple, follow my YouTube, you'll know one of them. <laughs> but, um, the fake ones are usually the ones whose YouTube videos come up first. They usually don't have any videos of their targeting. They'll usually try to persuade you that the reason for this is because it's not worth filming. I had a TI who turned out to be a perp basically tried to um, say that it wasn't worth filming. I assure you it is important that we document and film going through. Stuff is uh, real, it is going on. But you know, they'll, they'll try to send subliminal messages about um, not exposing it and, <clears throat> pardon me, not exposing it and um, that it's not worth exposing it. It is very important that we expose what we're going through. So another tactic that they'll do is they will describe in their, you know, because they're faking their targeting, they'll describe in their target uh, things that are happening to real TIs. I've experienced this. So a fake TI on YouTube was describing things that happened to me and describing about things that happened to me third-person way. For example, he was talking about um, my dog had died, right? And basically, he was talking about his dog had died. As well. So, that's one of the things they'll do. They, they've been targeting me over family got a new dog, saying its name, two people today with dogs were saying my family dog's name, um, yeah, they, they will infiltrate the TI community, don't be fooled when, by thinking, that um, our community is not even all the websites that TIs go on. Basically, like damage control to try to mislead you. They'll commonly try to make you think spiritual warfare or it's. Maybe a supercomputer involved, but it is human program government organization. Bow down. Death is heavily involved in this. 
to send a subliminal message. Basically making out the noise is not worth exposing it or Me through the text messages, he would random words in that sounded similar to the words that, for example, constantly putting full stops in the basically. Example, let me think of an example. trying to think of an example. That was it. It was Charlie who's saying he was feeling sick, but he put the word pick in and those those psychos I feel constantly happening. There's constantly typos in the message.
Yeah, I mean, try to infiltrate um, that TI is used. Stop book my charge. about the cursing but my internet so, so yeah I mean this is uh kind of stuff that um It won't affect the phone call. But they infiltrate everything. They infiltrate your friends, your offline and online life. These people, they will infiltrate. They will infiltrate. Uh, they will infiltrate um, every aspect of um, your the people you associate with. You know, they they will get to them. If they can't get them to target you. They will try to persuade them that you are a bad person or dangerous, or accuse you of something that you've not done. Rumors never. They never get back to you, you know. Never get back, never seem to get back to you. You never, you only get the feeling that um, something's not right, like. Yeah, it's like you only get the feeling that um, basically saying something about you from the way people act around you. Like, people just don't want to talk to you. They'll give you nasty looks. So you know bad things are probably said behind your back by these people. Um, it's something they do. You have to be aware of that, you know, very aware of that. 
yeah, I'll really strong headaches earlier, like a few minutes ago, like sharp headaches. I hadn't had that before. Don't know if that's something. It could be just maybe something I've eaten or something, but it was really sharp, like explosive, almost migraine-like headaches. Um, but yeah, let me just tell you in the meantime, whilst I'm, because RT series coming on us, about, uh, what they did today in the meantime. Basically, and paramedic helicopter off, and then fire over. They're constantly having aircraft little Cessna-like planes, like little planes doing flyovers. Yesterday, I was RTL and phone kept turning off because I, I have his number on the uh, oh wait phone. Yeah, and my phone just kept turning off. It just kept turning off. Turn it on this morning and it works fine. anything to try almost anything anyway royal wedding today and Priorities. Dying, are you? People just care about other people getting married. Royal family, you know. Don't don't care about what's going on in Syria.
ridiculous, you know. Bella. Oh, you got married, but Bella, you know what I'm saying? It's bigger things than. I don't know if you can hear me, RT, but I can't hear you. Yo, you hear me? Yo, can you hear me? I just got a message from you. And you're on a few minutes. Yeah, yeah. I've been on for the past uh, several minutes, actually. I had just emailed you. I'm not sure if you got yeah, that. I didn't, hear, I didn't hear anything. I just heard, I heard you now, but I didn't. Were you trying to speak as well? No, no, no. This is what I did. What I did was I muted myself. So that way, no background noise or anything comes on on your call because you were talking. So I figured, you know, I just mute it, and then when you were done, I will unmute myself to, like right now when you right, called okay. out for me. Yeah, I had the talk to you thing minimized, so I, di I didn't see you come on. So. Okay. Yeah, I've been on for like you was you were talking like um about the uh, I guess fake TIs and uh, how they don't get back to you, that sort of thing. That's when I came yeah. in more or less. Yeah. Tactics and stuff that they use. Right. I was just talking about how, as well, the priorities in this world are completely wrong. Like here, they're all talking about this royal wedding, or it's like there's there's people dying out here, and some people that only care about that royal wedding. But to me, it means nothing. You know what I mean? Right. Bigger things. Yeah. You got um. Yeah. You got people, you know, out here too, talking about that, and I find that, you know, ridiculous. You know what I'm saying like, people got so many other important things that are going on in the background, in their life, in their own lives, and also in what's going on in the world now. They worry about somebody in Buckingham Palace getting married, and you know, watching it like a soap opera type thing. And following that shit, like, to the T, you know what I'm saying? It's like that shows or goes to show the, uh, the type of dumbing down that they've been able to acquire through, the, you know, the many, many, many years of uh, using entertainment as a source of mind control and um, indoctrination, you know what I'm saying? Uh, another thing is... If you get people to look outside themselves for attention and and uh you know for for basically filling in that void that they may have in their own personal life in their own personal way, and you embodied it in some sort of entertainment, wrap it up in a package of glitter, you know, and um society will accept it as a temporary band-aid of sorts you know what i'm saying so i look at it from that point of view and i agree with you on that note when you said that i can't believe how so many people are like just dumbfounded by this whole royal wedding you know i look at that thing and you know in my own personal opinion as um, an added you know two cents to what i was witnessing myself you know 
I caught a glimpse of it here and there, and I noticed, couldn't help but notice that the lady's biracial and the mother is black and whatnot. I guess the father was white, what have you. The reason why I'm bringing that up, the reason why I'm bringing that up as an interesting piece of information uh, for me is that as far as I knew, as far as I was aware of, I had thought that the people there were like the super racist people of, you know, everywhere. You know what I'm saying? Like they would never allow something like that. Why I felt and thought that was because of when his mother or their mother, two princes, Princess Diana, when she rests in peace, you know, when she got assassinated, that was a hit by them, sanctioned by the queen. And supposedly the rumor behind it was that she was uh, having a secret affair or relationship with an Arab millionaire. And uh, that was tainting the bloodline. That was supposedly the uh, main reason why they they offered her. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I don't know 100% how true that is. It could be there could be a whole element of truth to that that goes in different directions that lead to that. But this is one of the primary things I recall. Certain sources of you know people that had that information that you know gave that to me one time, and I was processing it. And it, it made sense at the time. Now looking back on it, and I, I see this transpire, I can only, you know, wonder if there's some sort of like twisted, sick ritual that is taking place there behind that, you know, as far as the whole uh, biracial theme. And because when I started really looking at things from that perspective, I started looking back, right? I started kind of like connecting the dots going forward from the first black president, the first black U.S. president, Obama, right? Then we had, in New York City, the first black first lady of the mayor. Uh, you know, the wife of the mayor here is black. I don't know if you wear that. You got biracial children and whatnot. Not that there's anything wrong with that. I'm just putting it out there as far as the facts, as far as what I'm noticing politically, what they've been doing by using the phenotypes of uh, black people to gain acceptance, credibility, you know, almost on an overnight type of um, basis. Sorry, sorry to interrupt, but what type of Did you say yeah, phenotype? Oh, yeah, phenotype. Yeah, um, P-H, uh, pardon me, man. I'm going to spell it out. P-H-E-N-O-T-Y-P-E. That's basically the uh, pigment of someone's skin. Oh. Uh, right. Um, yeah. Um, so, basically, I look at that as a way of gaining acceptance, you know, rather quickly. They'll, they'll use it as a tool. And this isn't yeah. new. That makes sense. It's... Uh a political ploy or something like that. Or it could be, you know, maybe him rebelling against them. So, but then again, I don't know, I don't get the impression that there's any friction with what he's done. Could be wrong. Yeah, I know what you're saying. For all we know, though, she could have some 
bloodline or something from a powerful family or something because they, you know, they, oh, yeah. they are aware of all that stuff. Like, Absolutely. Absolutely. No, she does. That. Like, the last I guess. Got married had a bloodline or right. something like that. Yeah. No, you're right about that, though, because, uh, of course, they're going to do an extensive background check through her bloodline, where she comes from, all that, the, 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 where she, where the, where the, the derivative of where her bloodline comes from, as far as I know, and I was able to check out and see, um, when you said that she probably has a connection to a powerful that she does, and I believe it's through her father's side, who is the white, uh, the Caucasian, where the genes came from on that end. Um, so, yeah, there is that uh, definite connection with that, you know what I'm saying? Um, as far as I know, you know, him rebelling, no, I don't I don't think it has anything to do with that due to the fact that if uh, the queen were to say off with her head and his head, it would just be It'll happen like you know they'll they'll make it look of course as an accident or some sort of you know like they usually do. Um, but um, make no mistake, you know these people very calculated in their ways, very methodical, uh, very ritualistic. What uh, Masonic uh, ritual? Last uh, wedding, I have no idea if she was black because she doesn't was well, not black, but she had black ancestry because. Yeah, yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. I wasn't aware of it until I, you know, started kind of like looking into it a little bit and saying, wait a minute. You know, when I saw the wedding going on, my mother was checking it out. I was like, oh, that's for mom. So through there, I made the connection. And I started, you know, doing a little research on it. And I connected some dots that I came up with the stuff that I came up with today. She was maybe Spanish or Spanish relatives. She kind of looked that kind of skin tone, you know what I mean? That kind of shade. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I can totally see why you would think that she was uh, Spanish because uh, she does yeah, she kind of resemble Spanish. Spanish. She the kind of skin tone reminds me of how uh, Hispanic women. Golden olive kind of shape. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A kind of golden olive kind of shape. Yeah. Yeah, I know what you, I know what you mean. Now that you say she does have black ancestry, though, I can kind of see on her face the kind of very subtle form. But, you know, now I'm looking closer, I can see the. Yeah, that's interesting. I mean, I don't know. It could, could be some kind of political ploy. Could just be. I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, me neither. Yeah. But um, not to get off that subject, but uh, going back, you know, a little bit to what you were saying prior about the uh, way to kind of or one of the ways to kind of uh, uncover a fake PI or certain um, things that 
they go about doing to kind of like show themselves to you in a covert way. And then when you look back on it, you start realizing when they are discovered, you're like, okay, now I realize why they were doing this and that or what have you. You know, um, obviously, can't always um, pinpoint and generalize and say when someone doesn't get back to you or uh, doesn't respond to you in a timely fashion or in a, in, a, in a way where you would think it's appropriate for you, you know what I'm saying? We can't always be like, oh, why is this person not here? But there's a reasonable uh, amount of time that would pass that you would give someone that you figure if they were genuinely in connection with you, that they will respond to you, you know, accordingly. And if so, there is a situation that may acquire, you know, the person to just come out and be like, okay, look, this is what's going on. This is what happened. And this is why, you know, that's normal. That That's going to happen. You know what I'm saying? People get caught up with things in their lives and shit. They got jobs. They got, you know, things to handle, school, what have you. You know what I'm saying? So I'm one of those people. I, I get it. I understand. But when you don't go and make those uh, connections with the people that reach out to you and they are trying to talk to you, you know, in a, in a way where they're genuinely trying to make sure they keep some sort of connection with you and you kind of like brush it off or, you know, you, you, you let like months, weeks and months go by and you don't respond and then you respond out of left field one day. You know, like kind of like on some like picking and choosing when you're going to respond, kind of like a shark does when it circles its prey to feel it out, you know, and see where it is and kind of get the feeling of it. Because sharks can't see the way, you know, other species of water life see. They see in kind of like a kaleidoscope type of vision. If, you know, people know what a kaleidoscope is, it's kind of like a prism. Not prison, like being in jail, but prism, P-R-I-S-M. And they kind of see it like, like fragmented, bent out of shape, like 12 different angles of, you know, different partitions in their vision. Um, and they kind of have to feel their prey. That's why they bump into you. That's why they kind of like bump into the, uh, the prey. And they wait to strike. You know what I mean? So I personally believe that there are those fake TIs who are implanted in the quote-unquote so-called YouTube TI community. And they're there to scour for information, which basically means gathering intelligence on us, finding out, you know, whatever we are up to, what our plans are. And I believe they're also there to contain us. What I mean by that is that, you know, if you happen to be a type of person who seems kind of like a loose cannon or someone who's like gung-ho about exposing them and going all out and, you know, not caring, not giving a fuck, you know what I mean? Pretty much just like, yo, man, fuck these people. I'm going to do this regardless. And then not only are you doing it, but you're doing it well. You're going to have people that are going to try to take that away from you. What do I mean by that? What I mean by that is 
they're going to try to either discredit you in some way or they're going to try to contain you. What do I mean by that? What I mean by that is they're going to try to kind of approach you in a friendly manner to get you to believe that they're your friends, that they're cool, that they're real TIs. Have them join these little groups that are nothing more but, you know, infiltrator groups that they set up to gather information on us and our plans and also to control your direction. Because if you're the head of one of these groups, okay, you could basically control where that direction of that group goes. Not only are you going to know their ups, downs, and where they're going, what their plans are, what are they doing in their local area, gathering information from the local TIs in that area. Oh, who are the TIs in that area? What are the names? Where do they live? That sort of shit. You know, so got to stay aware. Got to be on point um, for that sort of thing. As I was talking to you, um, Knight, uh, yesterday, you know, unfortunately, you know, it's it's something that no one wants to do that. No, no one wants to wake up and be like, okay, I got to put my mind on making sure that I don't get too close to, you know, nobody wants to do that. But in this particular unfortunate situation, if you don't do that, you're not intelligent, period. You're going to be a sitting duck to be led astray, to be controlled and manipulated by these people. Now, I'm not saying that people aren't, you know, entitled to choose what they want. Of course, man, do what you want to do. If you don't want to hear me, tune me out. You could turn this podcast off and go to another one. Go to where, you know, the other TI uh, programs are, or watch other YouTube videos, or whatever you want to do. Everyone has the liberty, the free choice to choose what they want to listen to, who they want to listen to, why they want to do it, how they want to go about it. That's fine. But I understand at this point now, after I was able to determine certain things from certain people, that is, shit is that real. You know what I mean? Shit is that real where you may think the persons that you're dealing with may be on the up and up. And they're actually genuine TIs and they're working alongside you to better your your cause. You might believe that. Now, when something happens, when, you know, eventually it will because it's, it's unfortunate, but that's how these people operate. They operate on a covert fashion. When you least expect it, they'll strike. And when they strike, they strike hard to traumatize you and get you to feel a certain type of way. Because as people who've been in this program for a long time have come to realize, if you haven't already, you eventually will, is that trauma is one of the most basic forms of having them control 
people's minds that much easier and better. Yeah. Drama. Good. Trauma-based mind control. Yeah, I mean, the best way to tell um, someone is a real or fake TI is really to um, take your time, you know, see the person a few times. And they are doing what your perps are doing to the, to the letter. If you can't really straight away assume they're um, a perp, because the mind control technology can make them do uh, things that the perps do. But if it happens again and again a lot, and then you ask them, you know, tell them what they're doing, and then they continue to do it, because that's, that's what happened with me recently, you know, someone, but, you know, and they carried on, then you can pretty much be sure that they're likely to be a perp, almost certainly, you know what I mean? It's... Yeah, it's, um, it's you, you've got to be in the middle. You can't be someone that is not is just going to not trust anyone ever again. You, they, they'll try to make you like that. They'll try to make you basically think everyone is a perp and that everyone's involved. Which is not true, you know. Not not everyone is targeting us, but they'll try to force that illusion over you, make you feel like, you know, that is the case. But at the same time, you can't trust, you can't openly trust anyone that says they're a TI, or you know, because a lot of the perps pretend to be TIs, you know, they get closer to you. To gather information to try to mislead you. One thing that they usually do, and I was talking about this earlier on, by the way, it's recording, so, uh, yeah. But one thing I was talking about earlier was how they try to make TIs think it's uh, acts of God or it's uh, spiritual warfare or it's robots and stuff like that. All, all this kind of stuff is... You know, it's it's the way they try to take the uh, blame off the real perpetrators, which is these government agencies that are running these programs. You know, I'm like 99.999% certain that it's a government-run program. So we're you know, worldwide program that's being supported by multiple governments. Unlike NATO, how NATO is a multi-governmental, multi-country organization, or the United Nations. This is like a multi-government organization that is basically being used to uh, do these kind of operations. Western world, and probably elsewhere. I most definitely agree with you on that. Um, I just wanted to add this as well, you know, to the whole uh, fake TI thing or what have you, you know what I'm saying? You know, we're all in a, in a fucked up situation as it is, right? These people that are behind this program that have 
you know, been the creators and architects of this program. They know that already. They go into this whole thing unbeknownst to us, of course, until they're ready to awaken us overtly in between us and them. The whole public around us doesn't isn't supposed to know. It's, just, it's supposed to be between us and them, right? So you have to understand that that type of mentality, you know, not only is it psychopathic in nature, sociopathic in nature, covertly aggressive in nature, you know, it's all of those things in combination, right? But you got to understand that there is a method to the madness, regardless of how some people may view this as, yeah, but why would they choose you? Why would they follow you around? Who are you to be? You know, people, although they may have a point and a reason behind why they say these things, okay, in my opinion and through my personal experience with this, right, I've noticed people who have asked those questions, some of them aren't being sarcastic. Again, I'm going to emphasize some of them weren't being sarcastic. They were actually innocently, ignorantly saying that, you know, because they didn't know, right? Now, when you attempt to explain to these people in a fashion where you're able to articulate what you're going to say in a way where they would understand it, that doesn't mean that they're going to accept it. I'm going to say that again. Just because you break something down in a crystallized fashion, meaning crystal clear, and then you articulate it in such a way where they're able to understand it, that does not mean that they're going to accept it. The reason being is because their whole mental makeup has already been programmed how to think. If these are people who usually are graduates of, you know, universities and colleges and stuff of that nature, right? You got to understand that's all coming from a blueprint perspective. They've already been indoctrinated to think and behave in a certain way, <laughs> pardon me, which means that they're going to have a certain way of thinking. Example, if they were already taught without them even realizing it, but they have already been programmed to kind of ridicule or put into question someone's sanity when they come out with things of this nature out on the spotlight. And they don't even realize that by them doing this, they're not only being dismissive, but they're also being in my opinion, they're doing it in a way to neutralize the, the person. They're trying to neutralize what they're trying to do and put out the, the truth, right? So if these people are doing this in a calculated fashion that they, they, some of them aren't even aware of them doing, then that means that you would have to change a whole system of programming to even get through the first two or three levels of their thought processes. 
in, in order to make some sort of connection. Because this society as a whole has a major, I mean, gargantuan, humongous disconnect with the truth. I'm not saying it's by, you know, people's fault. To a degree, it is, but it isn't. It's a, it's a kind of complex, tricky thing. What I mean by that is that the way things have been set up, you know, the powers that be and what have you, education, right, you know, the workforce and, you know, ethics and people and how you're supposed to carry yourself and all this stuff, all these things that correlate on some level or another. Maslow's hierarchy of needs, you know, if people will look that up, basically is the structure of a pyramid that has the needs of the most basic things people need to survive. You obviously need a roof over your head. You obviously need sleep. You obviously need a job. You obviously need some sort of education. You obviously need some form of love, connection with friends. You also may need and want a connection with a significant other. If you're a male, it's a female. If you're heterosexual, if it's a female, then it's a male. You know, love, a love life. Now, if you notice, all these things I've mentioned in the Maslow's hierarchy of needs are all things that these people strategically and calculated Little by little, one by one, they start taking away from us, EI slash TI. Why is that? How is that? That's a complex question. But if you've been a TI for a long time, meaning if you've come aware to this, if you've been awoken to this, and you've been looking into, you know, how they go about psychologically targeting us and all that stuff. Of course, you know, I got to always big up Nigel Nicholson for the psychological operations tactics and how they go about using NLP to try to program us and psychologically harass us. I'm sure Knight is in agreement with that too. He also follows Nigel and whatnot. Um, but I'm saying, like, when you go deeper into it and you start looking at yourself and you start looking at how we ended up in this situation and how some people choose to remain in that state. Meaning like, if you don't want to know what's going on, right? If you, if you want to be one of these people that are living in a bubble and you want to live your life according to how you think your reality is, then I seriously doubt that if you were, and I'm talking to these people in particular that I just mentioned, the bubble people, if you had a loved one, whether it was a significant other, a sibling, family member, even your own child one day coming at you, telling you that they're experiencing some heavy bullying going on at school. Of course, as a concerned parent, family member, sibling, significant other, you know, 
paternal figure, maternal figure, what have you, you're going to react on instinct, which is usually you want to protect your the child, right? But what if what they're telling you is not only physical, it's psychological in nature? How do you attack that? I'm going to use the example of if you can't see your enemy and you can't touch your enemy, how do you fight that enemy? Now, there are ways of figuring out how to better yourself as a person while you're in this program and survive through it. I've yet to hear and see anyone get out of this program talking about yeah, I used to be in the TI program, and I'm not in there anymore. I got out. They don't gang stalk me no more. I don't get assaulted with electronic harassment anymore. I don't get any more directed energy attacks. I don't get none of that. I want you. I want you to know that if y'all don't already know that that's some serious bullshit going on, you know. And you're going to have people out there that are going to try to convince you and I and a lot of other people out there who aren't aware of this sort of thing. And they're really good at, and, you know, clever and, and good actors and actresses and, you know, that sort of thing. And they use that to their advantage to try to sway you into, oh, you know, why don't you stop filming these perps? Why don't you, you know, you're, you're looking like a perp yourself. You know that? When you're following them around, you look like the perp. You're making us all look like the perps. Why don't you just go out there, enjoy your life, and ignore them. Act like they're not there. You know? Now, for people listening to this right now and hearing, well, yeah, that's what you should do. That That's, you know, that's the best way to, the, the best outlook of how to go about that. No, I disagree with you. Why? Because if you're a genuine EI slash TI, you know exactly what I'm talking about when I say that that's not something you can easily tune out, and that's not something you can easily ignore every day. I'm going to tell you something. Just like, just like you can't ignore being punched in the stomach. Thank you. Good, good analogy. Good analogy, mate. Good analogy. Now, some people would say, well, it's not the same thing. Punching somebody's physical, what you're talking about is mental. You could, No, no, it's just as bad. See, what people don't seem to grasp, okay, is that the psychological effects of things are a lot worse because they are harder, a lot harder to shake off. That's why going back to the word trauma, they need that to kind of once in a while use it as a manipulating control factor in the situation because it keeps you frozen in time. That's what trauma is. It's basically being frozen in a memory of a painful event. And something that you may see, hear, touch, may trigger that trauma. Now, people who just heard what I said, think back of what I just said, okay? Because... We, on a daily basis, our senses are being triggered like a motherfucker. 
and is being purposefully orchestrated with a design behind it, meaning that there is a reason why they do it. They are not just doing it because they can. They're doing it because there's a purpose behind it. Once you understand that, okay, you are able to pinpoint how the enemy is attacking you. Then what's left open for you to do is finding a way to learn more about what they're using to attack you with. As you're learning and you're going along, you start finding out ways to counter the shit. Now, I'm not saying that I don't agree with people when they say, well, you know, you should tune them. No, I agree to a certain degree because you can't constantly be diligently and hypervigilant about your surroundings because you're going to obviously not be. <laughs> you're going to look like you're going nuts or what have you. I understand it because in the beginning that happened to me. And I think that happens to most of us in the beginning where once you start noticing what you know these people are doing on a public level outside on the street, you're like, yo, what the fuck? Fuck you. Yo, fuck you too. Yo, I see what y'all do. Oh, oh, y'all all working together? Oh, you're going to look nuts. But that's by design. That's exactly what they're trying to make you look like, like you're nuts. What do you think that fucking shit-eating grin, that shit-eating smirk that they have on their faces is about once they see us in that state. It's like, yeah, we got them. Yeah, that, that, that's something they do all the time, man. Um, hockey smirk or knowing smirk. But yeah, I mean, what you were saying about um, them using tactics in the past, you know, waiting a long time and then doing it again. Like, for instance, with me, when my, one of the things they used to do to me early on in my uh, targeting was they'd target, I know it sounds silly, but they'd target me with socks. They'd have socks placed on paths that I walked down and there'd be socks, you know, strategically placed. Now, you know, just yesterday, there was a sock. Someone had left a sock, you know, out, outside my door. So, you know, it's, they remember what they do. Even this was like two, three years ago, 2015, I think this happened. So something from three years ago, they'll just remember and then do it again. You know, they just recycle the old tactics again and again and again. Yep, they most certainly do. They um, reintroduce old tactics when they haven't done it in a while to us or what have you, and they'll wait for it. It's it's always executed at a way where we expect it because that's the whole point of them bringing it up abruptly to cause the whole trauma in that moment. You know what I'm saying? Go ahead. I I mean, they're they're trying to to do that moped crap again. He started turning up again, although nowhere near the amount it used to be. But it's probably... You know, every other day he turns up. He doesn't park it out in front of my uh, window anymore, but he just parks it at the back. But I think they're trying to use it as like a reminder, you know what I mean? Like saying, yeah, was, you know, remember this kind of thing, you know what I mean? 
like saying we're still doing this. Yep. And the thing with you, Knight, is that I noticed from what I remember old um, footage from your channel, man, when I was uh, first coming onto your channel and, and I peeped some of your older stuff, and I remember you putting that Mopad perp on there. You know, this goes back to, what, three years or so? As far as, like, from what I can recall, I could be wrong. I could be off. I don't know. You tell me. About two years, at least, yeah. 2016, I think it started off. Okay. So, from what I remember, you know what I'm saying, this dude would be, like, five, four thirty in the morning, 5 in the morning, coming out, purposely, you know, people who don't know about, you know, having a car or a motorcycle or a moped, in this case, you know, you got the keychain that kind of like has the remote built into the, the keychain with the battery in it that you kind of turn the alarm on and off from it. So this guy would purposely do that to this, you know, tonight, oh, yeah. Yeah. just to wake him up. For for one, it's it's sleep deprivation. That's one. Two is to annoy him, is to harass him. You know what I'm saying? Now, some people will turn and look at that and be like, "What are you talking about?" The guy is getting up early. He has to probably go to work. He has to errands. He has to run. Why are you, you know, getting on his case for a person going about their business? What if you had to get up at that time in the morning to go? Okay. But you know what? Does a person have to constantly? I mean, how many times did this guy click that fucking alarm thing on you? Uh, like, if you if you could come with a ballpark figure, like if you could just come out of random just right now and give me a number of times where these, this guy did this. Lost count. He, he used to be multiple times a day, and he also used to set the bike alarm off as well. Now, bike alarm as a way to harass me as well. Right. Yeah, he used to press it multiple times. Turn up multiple times a day. Just doing the same thing every, every day. And I remember in one of those videos too that. You hadn't seen him for a while or something, and all of a sudden you're walking somewhere over there and you see him while you were walking. He was walking too. And then you went to kind of like confront him about the issue and he was not trying to hear you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, um, I'm going to say this, man. You know, if someone had an issue with me doing something like that to them, and they wanted to talk to me. And the way Knight was approaching the scenario, it wasn't like he was yelling, cussing. Okay, fine. He was kind of like, he was recording him, but it was a reasonable distance. He didn't get up all in his face and shit. You know what I mean? He was just saying, yo, listen, I want to talk. You know, I just want to know why you do that to me. Now, if Knight would have been like, yo, you fucking piece of shit, motherfucking bastard, I should fucking slap the shit out of you right now. And... Then you'd be like, oh, whoa, you know? But that's not how Knight was uh, talking to him at all. In fact, he kept a pretty mellow tone, kind of like the way he talks normally, the way he is right now, if I recall correctly. Yeah, yeah, more or less. I just wanted to know why he was doing what he was doing. And then he gave me the typical, oh, you know, oh, I wasn't doing this and all that. Just the usual evasive answers. Now, I'll be the first to admit, you know, not to get off the subject, but I'll be the first to admit, 
I'm rather aggressive with my filming and recording. And there's a reason behind that. People might not agree with that reason, but I don't care. Because at the end of the day, whatever footage that I'm capturing, it's for me. It's for my evidence. It's for my education of showing certain TIs that may not know what time it is with certain things, proof of how and why and where and how and what. And you know what I'm saying? So I don't feel it's, you know, anyone's business what I, how I go about it. If they want, they can say whatever they want to. They can comment and, and uh, say, oh, you're too aggressive. You know, you, you make yourself look crazy, which makes us look great. That's fine because I'm not here for you. I'm not here. Uh, I'm talking for those people that come out like that specifically. I'm not there to impress anybody. I'm not here to, you know, make, you know, best friends with every single person because I know not every single person is who they say they are. And with that, I say it all. You know what I mean? I know who I fucks with. What do I mean by that? Is I know who I deal with, who I interact with. Whoever, put it this way, point blank, to make it clear for anyone who listens to this that may come across on it at some point. If you see I don't respond back to you, if you see I don't at all have anything to do with any interaction and you try to reach out to me or what have you, either I'm in strong suspicion of you being a perp or you wronged me in some way where I don't want to deal with you anymore. And I've lost respect for you. I don't see any integrity there. I just said, you know what? I stepped back and I stepped back all the way. So for those that may be questioning and wondering, why is it that this person stopped communicating? Deep down, you know who you are and you know why. What you said at the time and then things I was going through, you know what I'm saying? So be that as it may, take it how you want to take it. But if I don't fucks with you, it's because I don't fucks with you anymore. If I did at one point, I did. And I had thought someone was a certain way. And, you know, they may have shifted and did something on me that I didn't like. I found it disrespectful. Or I found that, you know what I'm saying, that they weren't honorable in their intentions. And I'm like, I don't want to be with this person anymore. That's your answer to whoever may be wondering that. Also, people who randomly seem to like to come on this one particular video that I have and start posting, you know, this is the thing. I know they're doing it purposely to get my attention. So they got that. They got my attention with that. Okay. And I noticed that they bypassed my settings. So obviously, if you're doing that, you're a fucking perp. But you're letting me know in that way, I guess, that you are a perp, and that's fine too. Because all you're doing is making it a lot more easier for me to not just delete you and to block you, but to now know and put others on to who you are. Okay? They screw themselves over when they do that stuff. I guess... I guess they have cocky egos where they they think they can control us and make us feel like we're under the thumb. But 
they can pull us some of the time, but not all the time. Exactly. Right. That is um, an old quote. You could fool some of the people some of the time. You can even fool most of the people most of the time, but you can't fool all of the people all of the time. high ego, so they down on PI for just being less intelligent, not smart or, you know, but mistake they make, you know what I mean? They, they underestimate us. Yeah. No, I agree. I, I believe there's a strong uh, narcissism connection there. Absolutely. You know, egocentric-based uh, you know, I mean, ain't nothing wrong with being confident in oneself, okay? Uh, I'm confident. Knight is confident. Nigel's confident. His brother Neil's confident. Aldous confident. I know a lot of confident TIs, okay? Nothing wrong with that shit. In fact, that's awesome. That's a great trait. That's a great personality trait to have if you really have it sincerely. And honestly, I believe partial the reason why they hate on us so much is because they don't have that shit sincerely in them originally. It's not induced by some drug or something. You know what I mean? But anyway, that's neither here nor there. I just felt the need to put that out. That there's a difference between confidence and arrogance. And these people go and fall definitely in the field of arrogance where narcissism is connected to it as a tentacle. And you have uh, the sociopathic, covert, aggressive type that goes connection with that, you know. Um, these are things, people, that you could look, you know, and research yourself. You don't have to take my word for it or Knight's word for it. That's not what we're here for. We're not here to indoctrinate people and to try to convince people into any. We're just putting out our truths, our own personal experiences and education on this program. And we might, you know, end up throwing in things here and there that may seem kind of like, oh, whoa, I didn't know this, or I didn't know that, or why. Hey, like the saying goes, you learn something new every day. You know what I'm saying? So I'm open to learning. That's one thing. From what I know, this night is also open to learning, and so is Nigel, and so is a you know, few other TIs that I uh, speak to. Now, I'm not saying that everything that I'm saying is Bible, that you should go, but no, 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 I'm not, look, all I'm saying is do your own research. How about that? Just focus on that. Do your own research. Take the time when you can and just check these things out for yourself. Don't go by everything I'm saying. I implore you not to go by everything I'm saying. I want you to go out there and look for it yourself so that you can see it for yourself. Because that's what has these people in the position over us that they've been in. It's like if you find something out, right? Example, if you find something out that nobody knows and it's powerful knowledge, right, that can change people's lives or do so, you know, and you have that information and you hold it to yourself and you only tell a few other people, those few other people are now considered 
part of a small, very small group, kind of like if you want to slap a label on it, the elite. And they don't tell no one else anything. They just keep it for themselves. And they keep passing it on generation of generation, like a dynasty, bloodline. Okay? Kind of like secret society type shit, if you want to make a reference to it or give it a name. All right? This is how they... Go ahead, man. Yeah, I'm saying that's basically what's going on in the world right now is technology as well. Not just knowledge, but technology is being um, kept from uh, you know, the general public. And, it, and, and it's being used negatively. It's, it's not being used uh, positively. It's, uh, it's all about power and control with, uh, with these people. Pretty good. Yep. I mean, yo, Knight, that uh, that video that I had sent you, man, not to get off the topic, but it's kind of you know, connect a, a dot with the point that I'm about to bring up. That 78-year-old CIA analyst, okay, who was retired or what have you, you saw how they how they treated that man, you know, how they freaking like a rag doll, just like slam them on the ground. You know, if that doesn't anger anyone that watches that, and like it doesn't emotionally connect with you on some level, whether it's anger or sadness or both, because I honestly, I responded with both. And I noticed something after that, because I thought about what Nigel said about some other shit in the past. He said, when these people do things to you, when they bombard us or they blitz us, it's to get a reaction. Always remember that. It's to get a reaction of some sort out of you. And if it gets you upset, they'll use it again on another level, just because they know it upsets you. Never let people know when you're that upset or when you're angry, when you're, you don't, it's a weakness in a way. And I've always been upfront. I, I find it very difficult for me to hide my emotions. I've been told in the past by someone that I wear my emotions on my sleeve and I would have to agree with them. That could be a handicap because they could use that against you. Now, some people will be like, yo, but why are you saying that? It's going on the record. They're going to hear that shit. I don't give a fuck. You know why? Because I've strengthened that now. I've gotten better with it. So people can't just come out and just do anything, and I'm going to be emotionally attuned to fall for that the way I used to. You know what I mean? So what I'm bringing that up and why I'm bringing that up is because they use certain things against you when you least expect it. Why I brought up that old man and that got slammed and stuff like that? Because I remember, like I said, what Nigel had said before. Whenever they do something to you, try to, it's difficult, but at that moment, try to remove yourself from your own body with your mind, just your mind. Get your mind out of your body and look at yourself and think about how you feel at that moment. If you're feeling angry when they're doing certain gestures, certain things purposely, remember it. Log it. Make a mental note of it. 
That's what they're trying to do. So then now you know, oh, they're trying to get a reaction out of me. So what's the best scenario for you to do at that point? Don't give them a reaction at all. As difficult as that may be, because it is difficult, especially for a motherfucker like me, but it's not impossible. I'm here to testify on that. Tried to promote me quite a lot by like smiling at me and stuff. I'm staring at me. Staring at me and stuff. That that's something they do a lot. Yeah, I mean, they're always trying to uh, get us wild up and I do stuff to them to make them upset as well okay I was and just pinches and nose blatantly give me a hand signal so I just basically put two what I do is put two fingers over my uh, mouth offensive gesture in the UK and I, I just look at her doing that did not look happy. That's that's how I I target them back. I, I just do the hand signals back a lot of the times. Hand signals. And they know what I mean. Um. Yeah. Um, Yo, pardon me, man. I can't hear it. Like what you said towards the end there, I was trying to hear you. I didn't understand. Yeah, I was just saying, you know, I, I target them back with my own hand signals. Oh, oh hell yeah, I do that all the time. That 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 winds them up. Yeah. Especially when that you do it instantaneously back to them. Sometimes I do. I do it a lot of the time. When they do it, I just do it back. Uh, do it again, but look annoyed, or they just walk past looking at down. Expect me to just target them back instantaneously. You know what I mean? Me, myself, I kind of choose and do it when I feel like doing it most of the time. I don't do it each and every time just because I don't want them to create a sort of mind control thing with me that every time they do it, I have to do it because that is a form of mind control right there and brainwashing. Basically, the, the word, the key word here is that. It's brainwashing. They're trying to get you to do something. They're trying to, So I don't want them to think that they're going to be able to control me to do it when they want me to do it. See what I'm saying? I try to find my way where it's just sporadic as I can do it and counter target them accordingly <laughs> in my own fashion I'm saying, with whatever I decide to use against them. And it works for me, you know, and Nigel has done his own version of, of counter targeting on them and it's worked for him. And uh, you yourself have just finished saying how you do that as well and it works for you. So, as I've said before, and I've heard the same goal, you know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it, you know? 
people can't come out and say, oh, you know, why are you doing the same thing they're doing to you? You're no better than they are. I disagree. Because if a TI feels that they're better or meaning like when I say better is that they feel better if they are engaged in that situation instead of them trying to make them feel less of and trying to take away a, a good feeling or a positive you know, day and they're trying to inflict a negative one and a negative feeling, take the power away from them by reflecting them back. There's a psychological, I believe, um, strategy in a, you know, for lack of a better term, where I believe the therapist kind of used the term mirroring. Mirroring is just that, if you listen to the word, what's a mirror? A mirror reflects back what you do to them, right? So that's basically what I'm doing in essence when I'm targeting or counter-targeting them. I'm not only mirroring them, showing them how they look and what they're doing, but I'm also self healing myself, like self-therapeutic. It's like I'm targeting them and I'm getting them back. And that's fucked up because I'm hurting people in the process of that. I may be psychologically scarring them, but you know what? It's a war that was declared on me. So like the saying goes too, you know what I'm saying? All fairs in love and war. So that's how I'm looking at it. It's a casualty. You know what I'm saying? They're trying to destroy me psychologically and you know, kind of sabotage my life for what it is, right? So I look at it like, hey, it's fair game. They signed up for this. I didn't. I'm fighting my way to survive through this on a day-to-day basis. So if they get scarred, oh, well, that's how I'm looking at it. That might sound fucked up, but I don't feel it is. I feel it's only right. No, no, I know. I know you don't, Knight. I know you don't, but there's some people that I'm sure will, which I don't give a flying fuck if they do. You know what I mean? I know you don't, because you're a TI. You, you, you go through it too, man. So I know. You know what I mean? But there's people that don't realize that for some of us, all right, there's a percentage of us that when we counter-target these fools back, it's a sense of how we're dealing with the situation. It's a sense of coping. It's a coping mechanism. It's a way to survive through the day without getting completely psychologically traumatized. Okay, we might be psychologically traumatizing them or those certain few that, that are in the middle or several, maybe more than few. But, hey, that's the way the cookie crumbles, man. You wanted to play the game, then you got to deal with the fucking outcome, Jack. That's how it is. That's how I look at it. That's fair game. You know? So people can't come out and criticize us for simply trying to survive through a day-to-day just because they don't agree with the methods that we're using to do it with. Feel me? Yeah. I mean, they, they do try to criticize us for, you know, taking the measures we have to to get through this. Not only that, they, they try to make us accept it. Like they try to kind of send us subliminal messages that if we're quiet about it, they're going to be good to us or, you know, they're going to, the targeting's not going to be as heavy or all this stuff. But 
it never stops. No matter what you're doing, it never stops. So it's like, I'm going to keep exposing it rather than be silent about it and let them just do what they want. Absolutely. The mirroring thing is like, today, for instance, they were playing music that I'd listened to. Two songs today. Playing just songs that I'd listened to. They do that to let you know that they're watching you and I think they do it as well to make you not like the songs anymore. They've done that to me several times, you know. They've done it with clothes as well. Wearing similar or the same clothes that I have or shoes, stuff stuff like that. It's just... Yeah, and yeah. you can't feel sorry for fighting them. They're trying to kill you, so... I see it as like get harmed and just like look for this. I'll say this, man. You know, if you don't mind me uh, bringing this up on a personal note about you, you know what I'm saying? I want, you know, I don't mind putting it on record, but I hope you don't mind me saying it. It's nothing bad, but, you know, you might not want to talk about that too much. I don't know. But uh, I commend you for getting out there a lot more, you know what I'm saying, you're still living your life, you're still enjoying yourself when you can, you know, and you still get targeted in between just like I do, just like all of us real TIs get, you know, targeted in between wherever we go, whoever we're around, there's someone that's willing to participate in this fucking bullshit against us, and we have to somehow deal with that shit as it comes along, and we do, you know what I mean? But again, I just wanted to focus on that note where uh, you were telling me earlier how you was at a barbecue and you know you was chilling with a few friends or what and whatnot, and you had come in a little late because of that. Or what. I'm giving you props for that. That's awesome. That's fucking great, man. Because that is partially what they want to take away from us. You know that already. I don't got to tell you that, you know, because you know this, and this is why you're probably doing it even more because you want to show them that that's not going to happen. You're not going to take away my quality of life. Good for you, bro. You know what I'm saying? I got out there earlier today myself and I caught a little ray in, you know, park where I go at and shit. Didn't stay out too long because I had stuff that I wanted to take care of at home, which is basically this being one of them. You know what I'm saying? And then other TIs that I usually connect with on the weekends. So, yeah, man, I mean, it's a beautiful thing for me to witness that You've come this far, in essence, to, you know, what you were at one point. And me too, man, because I have to also uh, give myself a pat on the back for that because there was a point, man, when I'm sure you didn't go out like that. I know for a fact I didn't go out like that either when I was getting overtly being awoken to this shit. And I think that's normal in the beginning, but the thing is not to get stuck in a rut where they can manipulate you into you know, becoming that way and staying that way, that's when it gets fucked up for the TI and when it's most um, optimal for them to work on you easier. Go ahead, Greg. Yeah, I, mean, I mean, they try to keep you in the uh, house, basically. They, they target you. I felt like that earlier this year, like they were trying to target me into not going to the shop, you know, not going anywhere. 
basically making me stay in my house. But I, I just yeah. went town regardless, no matter what they do. Beautiful. Awesome. No, and you show it, man. It's in your videos, man. You show you out there. You put yourself out there. And in the midst of you putting yourself out there, you you see the bullshit. I see it. I mean, I'm a TR, of course. I see the, you know, the shit. But people that don't know and that are asleep or that, that just simply, you know, because some people innocently don't know. Or, you know, they're ignorant out of just chance, not because they've chosen to be. And there are those that have chosen to be as well. But what I'm talking about and referring to right now are the people who are innocently, you know, ignorant to it. And they'll be like, but what is, you know, all I see is a guy standing there on his phone. What, he can't stand there on his phone and look at, see, that sort of thing is where we got to find a way to approach it in such a fashion where we don't fall right away under the suspicion of being crazy to these people. Because remember what I said earlier about being programmed to think a certain way. Once they start hearing certain things, certain words, I believe certain people are trained through how they've been taught in school and traditionally how psychology views what crazy is, you know, in society. People are automatically quick to look for those red flags in that way. But the thing is that if you approach it in a way where all you're doing is showing them before you show them, you have to have some sort of blueprint. You have to give them the factual psychological information behind the coercive persuasion program like Nigel does. You know what I'm saying? You give them the breakdown of what neuro-linguistic programming is. You give them uh, the color sensitization stages. You know, you give them uh, what the hand signals mean to to you or you interpret, you know, with them. You give them, you know, what the phones, like looking at their phones, you, everything, anything that has to do with what your targeting protocols that you're aware of and how they target you with them is what you incorporate right back to them, but in an academic sense. Because remember, people are more, in my opinion, from what I've noticed, in my experience, people are more keen to accept things that are factual, which is good. It's, it's, that's the way it should be. But that you can show and prove, like you can show them actual documentation of what a coercive persuasion program, when did it start, okay? Is, it, is this an official thing? Is this approved by the APA? Yes, it is. Can I look for it online? If I, yes, you can. See where I'm going? Like... You have to approach it from that perspective. Because if you come out to somebody and you be like, yo, yo, you see? You see, look, look at all these people. They're all looking at their phones and they all, you know what I'm saying? Come on. Of course, I believe you. I'm a TI. I see it done to me. And other TIs that have seen that done to them, they're going to be like, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. But to someone who don't know who they, you know, about any of that stuff, they're going to be like, yo, that nigga's bargain, Pete. Who in their right mind at this day and age don't look at their phone when they're on a train or they're on a bus with the technological advances that they are in this world, with all the devices, the tablets, the, the phones, the iPads, all that. Who is not on their phone at some point? 
It doesn't matter if anybody's on the phone. You know what I'm saying? And you cannot blame that person for saying that and feeling that and believing that because there is a truth to that, a very uh, serious truth to that. They're not off, to be honest. However, like I said on my comment on that video earlier today to you, what these people don't seem to grasp is the reality of having someone as astute and intelligent about what they're doing and bringing up the factual information to back it up to show other people what they're doing and how they're going about doing it and then developing and proving and having the evidence of a pattern there. It's all about presentation. I was just I was just looking at this uh, new video, just skipping through frames that are loaded, and I can barely see the targeting on it. I don't know about you, but for me, I think that's some of the best footage I've got in a while. Where the latest did, video? Yeah, my latest video, yeah. Yeah, definitely. I would have to agree, for sure. Latest no, and you, you did great. You know why? Because it wasn't, see, you know the best footage? I don't know if you'd agree with me on this or not, Nate, but for me, the best footage is the one that speaks for itself. Like, the one that you don't even have to try so hard. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't even got to go out your way. Because you didn't really have to go out your way, man. They were doing shit in front of you, like, like obvious shit. Like, and then you were like, okay, great. Thanks for the footage type shit. You know what I'm saying? That's how I saw your reaction to it, you know. And there was even moments in the, in the clips where you didn't even expect it, but it came out anyway, and you caught it. Like, when the guy forcefully contrived the cough in the train, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. They do it to themselves, B. They they going to tell on themselves, B. And the beautiful thing about it is you didn't even have to try hard to get none of that. That shit was just basically there for your taking. It's almost like if you're in a treasure, in a treasure island, right? And you got this big, huge bag, B. And all of a sudden, all this treasure is falling in your bag. You don't even have to work for it. You don't even have to go in and, and put the shit in there. It's falling in the, in the bag for you. Not me. Oh yeah. I mean, the four when when they just stood there, all four of them, looking at the phones. That that's one of my favorite bits on that, and and the the way they were dressing up like they're in the Matrix. Right. Oh yeah. I laughed. I actually laughed with that one because I agree with you a hundred percent. I had to put it on there, man, on your comment for that video because I was like, yo, he hit that shit on the head. Agent Smith wanna be looking. Fucking James Bond 007 having, you know what I'm saying? I was like, yo, these motherfuckers are really, 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 really thinking shit is, you know, on some secret agent man type shit. You know what I mean? Like, they believe that they're fucking... Real secret agents wouldn't dress like that. It attracts too much attention. They'd be the people that look like, you know, everyday people. Because the whole right. point is not to attract attention. But you're dressed in a tuxedo with shades and <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Definitely to get my attention and target me. Yep. There were definitely some people, with, you know, in that video that was on some secret squirrel type shit, man. I was laughing, man. And then that dude that was by the train door with the fucking bun, he had his hair up in a bun like a bitch. 
and he was like, he was like dressed in white and black or some bullshit, and he was looking at his phone and shit. You were cracking jokes on that nigga. I was like, I was laughing. I was like, you see, that's what it's about, man. When we're on that level, you know, hopefully other EI slash TIs that listen to this will someday soon get an approach, the level that we're on, where we kind of just look at this whole shit as a fucking joke. They're clowns. They're fools, man. It's like you got to learn at times to view this shit almost like a fucking entertainment for you that they're putting out there. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying that what we're going through is a joke. I don't want people to, to, to misconstrue what I'm saying or 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 to get it the wrong way, get it twisted, because I'm not saying what we're going through is a joke here. I'm not not saying that what i'm saying is get to the level get to the point where we're on where we could kind of look at certain things that before may have traumatized us in the beginning but once you strengthen your mind how to go about informing yourself to get there where we are now and the experiencing the counter targeting back if that's for you if it's not then it's not but for us it seems to work so we're not going to fix it and you know when you get to that level if you do hopefully one day you'll understand you have a felt understanding of where we are at this point. Because you'll start to view these fools for what they are, man. Fools. You know what I mean? Because I never saw them as anything but, but yeah, I mean, they try to intimidate us and then they do this fall off stuff like that. I mean, I'm hearing you. Honestly, yo, Jay, I'm I'm hearing you now on the videos, and it's like the last one, this last one, the recent one. It's like, yo, you you chilling, b you. That shit ain't bothering you. Like you look at that shit, like yo, I'm just document these fools and just show what they do. Put that shit up on this so people could see and hear, you know, what they try to put me through. But it's a fucking because you're laughing through. You can hear it. I hear it in you, and it's not contrived. You're not forcing yourself. You actually going through it in the moment. You actually found that dude with his hair up in the bun funny as hell. Like, I, I heard it. I've, I've heard you laugh before, so I know when you're really laughing. So I know that that dude, you know what I'm saying? Like, he, he really tickled the funny bone type shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, look at this idiot, dude. You know what I mean? So I know. I know. Guy you know what I'm saying? That, I think was the funniest one. <laughs> that, that, that yeah. One just looks like he's out of the Matrix or something. Agent Smith wannabe ass nigga. Yeah, that's it. Word up. No, I mean, you know, when you get to the level that we're on, it's a beautiful thing. You know what I'm saying? I mean, don't get it twisted, man. We we have our days. We all have our days, you know, where we're like, motherfuckers are really, really, really going in on me and shit. But you know what, man? We already know what that's about. You know what I'm saying? We already know that when they hit us that hard, we're on the right path. We're going in the direction that we're supposed to be going. Regardless of what anybody says, if they say, oh, no, you know, you should, you should slow down with your videoing. Calm down, you know, calm yourself down. Enjoy your life, you know. Do this instead, you know. I'm like, no, I'm not going to do that shit that way. I'm going to do it my way because the way I've been doing it has been working for me. The way that Knight has been doing this shit works for him. 
And where Nigel's been doing his shit work for him. And this is how we've been able to survive. How are you going to take away the person's survival strategies to try to change them into what your perspective is of what they should be doing? And they're not even in your fucking shoes. The fuck out of here, man. People who know who I'm talking about, they know who I'm talking about. I don't got to name no names. They know who the fuck they are when they listen to this. That's why I don't support or subscribe to your channel or, or comment, man. There's radio silence, you know what I'm saying, from me. People know that term. You know what I'm saying? Because I'd rather not say nothing than to say something negative. But I'm saying shit now because I'm getting it off my chest. It's been a long time coming already. And this fake T.I. shit set it off in me. You know, I'm not saying that, right, I'm not saying that it's not expected, that I should have been more aware of, you know, people having that happen. It's going to happen in, in the T.I. community. Yeah, you're right. That's true. Whoever would say, oh, but you should know that there's going to be fake T.I. Yeah, that's true. I should. I should. I have to agree with that. I'll be a liar if I deny that right now. That's true. I should be aware that there's going to be infiltrators, there's going to be fake TIs, there's going to be people that are going to come off one way and act and act and act, because that's what it is, and act, act and act and act, and get me to believe them. And then I might fall short to finding out later that they're all along they were fucking fake TIs. That's fucked up. But you know what? I'll get over it. And I might get over it a lot quicker each time that it happens to me instead of the opposite effect that they really want to happen, which is to affect me more and more and more, to isolate me more, more and more, and to stop communicating with the TIs that I communicate with now to this day. But that's not going to happen because I know what you're trying to do. I know what you're trying to do. I'm speaking to the people who are trying to do that to get me to believe certain people that I talk to now are fake TIs when I know they're not. Sending me emails, commenting on my uh, pages on certain videos, telling me, oh, you think this person is not a perp? And trying, you know, all that shit, none of that garbage works on me because I know what that's about. It's about jealousy. It's about trying to misdirect me, trying to sabotage oh. the connections that I've had. They know who they are when they listen to this, hopefully soon. And again, I want to reiterate, if I don't fucks with you, meaning I'm talking street terms, New York street terms, so maybe people don't oh. understand. I know Knight, I know Knight understands, but other people might not understand. They're like, don't fuck with me. I don't want you to fuck with me. No. That means if I don't deal with you, if I don't talk with you, if you don't see me, you see the way I am with Knight of Thunder, the way I am with Nigel Mickelson, and the way we communicate with each other, and there's a bond, an obvious connection there that can't be denied as far as the struggle, as far as the friendship that's there, that's been building. If I don't do that with any of y'all that reach out to me, you know who y'all are and who try to comment and bypass my settings on my fucking uh, channel. If I don't get back to you, 
because, like I said earlier, I believe you're suspect, meaning that you are freaking fake T.I., and I don't trust you as far as I can fucking throw you. That and or a person may have done me wrong in some way, shape, form, or fashion that they're in denial about, and I felt disrespected, and I lost respect for that person, and I'm not fucking with you anymore because of that. I want that clear and on the record so they can understand and know. Because I'd much rather have a one-to-one talk with the person rather than indirect innuendo and bullshit behind the person's back talking to everybody else but me. Thanks, Nate, for uh, letting me get that off my chest. I felt the need to do that tonight. Man, pardon me if I seem like I'm going on a little rant, but it is coming from a place of uh, sincerity. Yeah, I mean, it, it does uh, get you angry when you're afraid and uh, even though you, as a TI, you know, you've got to be prepared for it. It still hurts, you know what I mean? It's still not Absolutely. Absolutely. We're human, man. We're human. You know what I mean? At the end of the day. Of course. You know. But um it just goes to show, you know, that we just have to readjust our focuses. Meaning like we have to remember to keep somewhat of a detached composition with people that are outside of our circle if you know what I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, I could be the same way with everybody, but then I'm going to put myself in that situation, and it would be my fault because I'm allowing myself to be vulnerable like I'm leaving myself open to, you know what I'm saying, attack. You know what I mean? It's unfortunate, man. It's unfortunate, but we got to think this way. This is a psychological war that's been declared on us, and their basic Weapon of choice is deception, 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 by any means. Got to remember that. I got to remember that myself, you know. So I just hope that uh, at this point, if there's any genuine EI slash TIs listening to this that are recently awoken, you pick up on what's been said on the record on this podcast tonight, and uh, you reevaluate your situation, and you educate yourself as much as you can about what's going on, you know what I'm saying? Because uh, what you don't know can hurt you. Trust me on that. Obviously, you can't know everything. No one knows everything, but learn as much right. as you can about this uh, program. Right. Tactics used. Right. I'm probably going to head off now because it's, it's about 1 o'clock and I'm, I'm starting yeah. to nod. No doubt. Totally understandable, man. Great catching up with you, man. Like always, another great show on the notch of your belt right now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? How many is it already? 
seven or eight? I think the eighth call. I think. Okay, that's what's up. Yeah, man, you have yourself a, a good night's rest, man, and a good week up ahead, and we'll definitely be connecting again next weekend as usual, man. You all right, man? You good? Yeah, yeah. I am. Just tired. Yeah, yeah. you just to that point where you just want to knock out, man. I know you are, man. All right, brother. Have a good night, man. All right. I'll speak soon. All right. All right. Peace. RTTI in New York City, Night of Thunder. We out.
Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.